Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm so excited to introduce this amazing woman to you. Let me tell you a little bit about Johanna. Um, She is a business and mindset coach. She is a serial entrepreneur, time management guru, and productivity queen. I mean, we could stop there because everybody needs that information. She is the mom to three amazing children, ages six and under. She owns three businesses, has a full-time job, and is known for helping boss mamas ditch their excuses, break through their barriers, and own their journey to creating consistent income while working less and loving life more. She is the host of the Stable Mama podcast and runs the Next Level boss mama community where she shares tips on habits, mindsets, routines, productivity that will help you take your life and business to the next level. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you. So many things. I mean, I don't understand how you're doing all of those things. So you must have some major, major (laughs) um, skills to drop on us today. You know, here at the Girl Power Alliance podcast, one of the things that we love is of course, adding value with amazing guests, um, but getting to know amazing women like you and kind of how your faith has intersected life and business and all of that. So I know I read your bio, but feel free to share a little bit more about yourself. Oh, I don't even know where to start. It's sometimes hearing your bio. Do you ever just be like, wait, that's me. <laughs> totally. Uh, that's how I feel every time. And I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just a mom just right. doing my thing, loving God and just putting my gifts out there. So. Yes. But you're, you are all that and more. And, you know, I think it's important. The reason that, you know, I think it is important to read a bio is because you'll never brag on yourself. You'll never do it. You'll never say all of the things you accomplished. You'll never talk about all of the, um, the things that you're able to do yourself. So that's why we give people bios so they can brag on us for you. <laughs> so tell, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like you, it's, you say you run three businesses you have children at home and you're working full-time job and you're running a podcast and a Facebook community. What gives, (laughs) what is the magical unicorn special thing that you have? Uh, I don't think I have anything special except uh, my husband always says that I have this ridiculous perseverance and determination. He's like, you're one of those women that once you make up your mind, that's just, just how it is. So uh, I guess that I have that going for me. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I love it. Uh, my family and my kids are very involved in everything I do. Uh, my husband and I own two of the businesses together. So one of them is, we call it his business, right? So it's an electrical company. He's the master electrician. I'm the bis- behind the scenes doing like the marketing and the invoicing and just keeping it running where he's out there doing all of the amazing work. He's a fantastic electrician. Um, and then we own a rental company together. So. Um, We have some pretty high turnover rate just for the area we're in. And so it's just getting people in there. So it it sounds like a lot, but I feel like it's just, it's little things every single day that kind of keep the, everything moving and grooving. (laughs) Well, that says a lot about you because I've worked with women basically my whole adult career. And I, I find it very interesting to see women like you that are, you know, you have this long list of things that you're doing. 
I mean, that's a long list. And you're like, it sounds like a lot, but it's not really. So people like you feel like you can do all those things and you could probably add more. Cause like you just said, it's not really a lot. And then there's other people that they can't do one, one of those things without feeling that overwhelm. So what is it about the way that you look at all of these things that you juggle that makes it all feel easy to you? I think it really has to do with like the mindset of it. So um, for dishes example, I, not a big fan. Okay. <laughs> um, I usually like, I dreaded them for the longest time. It was such a pain in the butt, but I loved how my kitchen felt in the morning when I'd wake up and it was all clean. And I was like, Oh, this day is going to be fabulous. But getting them done the night before was such a pain. So it was really just like reframing them. And I think I do this so often is like, instead of being like, Oh, I just don't want to, it's going to take forever. As oh, it's like, Oh, it's only going to take 15 minutes and it's going to be done. And I focus on how awesome it's going to feel. And I get to do something fun while it, or I'll have one of my kids come up and join me. And so, it's just like reframing it into like, oh, I don't want to. And like, kind of, we like to exaggerate. Let's just be honest. It's going to take forever to, oh, it's only going to take 15 minutes. I'm going to feel so much better and just going and get it done, I guess. So it sounds to me like you really focus all of your energy on the result, not the task, but the result. Like you focus on what's going to happen after what this is going to do for your business, what this is going to do for your life, your mind. Sounds like you really stay focused on that. And that is what drives you to actually get all of these things done. Definitely. Definitely. And just celebrating those little wins, right? So sometimes it's like, oh, I only got the dishes done. You're like, no, I got the dishes done and my house is clean, right? Um, and just, yeah, reframing it and really focusing on the results and what they do for you. <laughs> that just brought something to, to mind. We just went on a family vacation. There were 18 of us on a houseboat. And we designated, it was a lot of people, we designated different nights for dinner, obviously. It's too many people in one kitchen to do that. So, so, you know, whoever would cook dinner that night, they, you know, serve it up, everybody's eating. But instead of just saying thank you, and I told my husband, I, if I still had kids in the home, I think we should do this every night. Instead of just saying, oh, thank you for a good dinner, the entire group, like, gave a roaring applause to the cook. And when it was my night, you know, it's a lot of work. You're cooking for 18 people. It's in a different environment, houseboat, smaller kitchen. Um, I cannot tell you how incredibly like gratifying that felt to have everybody like, and they were just, woo, woo. it was just this roaring applause. And, you know, I think celebrating these little mundane things, like you just said, is a big deal. It really makes it tolerable. Definitely. I would love to have somebody apply right. me after that. You dinner. need to start this thing with your children while they're young <laughs> every night, instead of like saying, thanks for dinner, mom, that everybody just woohoo, good dinner. I'm telling you it would, I thought, man, I wish I would have done this with my family. It was so you were excited for the next night to get the roar of applause. Right. It's absolutely right. amazing. Then dinner would no longer feel like a chore. You're like, oh, they're going to applaud me. I'm going to make this fantastic. <laughs> It really, it really wasn't, it was a really neat thing. I'm going to start suggesting this to everybody that I know that is a young family when, when they, you know, start to feel overwhelmed. Um, so, okay. We already know you're super mom. You're doing a million, you're spinning a million plates and it feels easy. You feel like you could spin more plates. My, my, what I really love to know is, um, how does, well, okay. Before I ask that question. So you talked about two of the three businesses, why don't you talk about the third and what it is that you do for an actual full-time job, which just sounds insane. 
Oh, so um, my full-time job. So when I'm, I'm not coaching, so I have my coaching business, um, which I like to call my full-time job as well. But my full-time yeah. job uh, in in the real world is uh, I profess I am a professor at a local university. I teach electronics and automation, um, and so it's really getting in there and teaching the students the basics and how they can do basic programming and just really make the the world come alive. It's some of my favorite things to do. <laughs> oh, so you're a STEM woman, basically, right? Oh, I love the sciences. Oh, heck yes. I mean, it's so impressive. When you told me that, I was like, what? You are really, really an impressive woman. Uh, it, that alone, we could we could do a whole pod- podcast talking about you and being a woman in technology and how there are more now, but really, I mean, 10 years ago, it was very, very rare to find a woman like you and, and let alone a professor teaching in the, you know, that space. Yeah, it's been amazing. It's definitely been a journey to get here and I've learned a lot along the way. Um, but I love being able to be in that position because I do have other women in there that have come to me and they're like, oh, it's just so inspiring to actually see somebody yes. else. You're in this this sea of men and men are amazing and they can do incredible things, but it's just really nice to kind of like help other people, other women. Absolutely. And I think that it's an exciting thing as a woman to be able to literally you're, you're leading the charge. You're showing other women, guess what? The technology is not just a male space. We have that capacity. We have that ability too. So applause to you on, on that front. Um, my, my next question where I kind of like to guide this conversation is, you know, you're doing all these things. How, how did, or does, you know, your relationship with Christ, your faith, how has that kind of played a role? Has it, has it guided you into what you're doing or out of doing something? I think that is such an important thing because what I have found with women like you is whether you ever talk about it or not, it's a major component. It's huge. And the funny thing is, is the more success that I see, the bigger a component it becomes, right? um, especially in the beginning. I was so tentative. You know, um, I've always been a woman of faith, right? I was, I was raised Catholic. Like that was just a really big part of my upbringing. But then like, as you kind of get on your own and you try to figure out what your faith really means to you as you grow up, like I didn't shy away from it, but I wasn't like super <laughs> like, right. yes, I'm a Christian, let's shout it from the yeah. rooftop. Um, and so I was actually really afraid to kind of talk about my faith, especially, you know, I'm already a woman in a field that's dominated by men. And, you know, like there's a lot of fitting in and trying to figure out how you fit there. And then, you know, Christianity has its own little kinks of trying to fit in. So um, I I was just quiet, but I've noticed that the more I I express it and and let it shine through me, I feel like the more doors open and um, opportunities present themselves. Uh, Like it just, it floors me and and to look back and to see how everything worked out. um, You know, I, I honestly would have never, ever seen myself as an electrical engineer that only came about because I married my husband and I was supporting him. And then I loved it. Right. And then I loved it so much that I wanted to teach other people. And it's just amazing how it progressed. And, and he, he just has such a huge role in that. I, I love what you're saying because I experienced the exact same thing. There's a lot of fear around. I think as you were maturing right in your twenties, you're figuring out who you are in your thirties. You're like, I think this is who I am, but you're kind of still a little apprehensive and just in everything, like what your role is in your family, in your career and all of that. But then adding the faith aspect. And as an entrepreneur, I always felt afraid. I had always been taught, like, if you're bold about it, you're going to eliminate half of your market. So you never talk about it because if you really want to be an entrepreneur, you have to appeal to everybody. So don't talk about politics and don't talk about your faith. And I did that. And as my relationship with the Lord grew and grew, and I just was in awe of all the things he was doing in me, in my life, around me, 
it became inauthentic for me to not talk about it. So in the beginning, I did it out of fear. And then as I was getting older, I was like, I'm saying all these things to people, but I'm leaving out the main component for me. And I'm sure that you felt that, I mean, if you've been coaching for a while, maybe that's kind of like my journey where you were here. And then you're like, I really can't not speak on this. Right. My, my favorite question, everyone is like, so I took a really big leap of faith when I went to coaching, like we, we invested heavily, like we didn't necessarily have that money. And people are like, how could you do that? And I was like, how do I say this without saying I have faith? You know what I mean? Like I yes. just trusted God. I prayed about it. And I was like, no, like he is calling me. Like I, like he's literally like leading me by the hand right now. Like this is something we have to pursue. And I think it was that moment when I was like, okay, I've been trying to do this without you and failing miserably. So let's do this together. And honestly, it's been no looking back since it's been amazing. Yeah. I, I love that. And you know what I have found. So my first kind of push into being vocal about my faith was when I started my first podcast in 2017 called the sold out entrepreneur. And I really, I like, I, I launched it, but I kind of did a, it's kind of a quiet soft launch because I thought I'm going to, I'm going to respond. I'm going to be obedient to what God's asking me what I feel in my heart, but I'm not going to like announce it, announce it. <laughs> and because I was afraid, I was so afraid I had been so conditioned. You know, I believe now that that's a tool of the enemy to condition us that you know, if you do this, if people know who you really are, you're going to lose people. And what I have found, and maybe this has been your experience too, is what I found is the more bold I've gotten in my faith, the more vocal I've gotten, the more authentic to who I really am that I've gotten, that I have, I have been able to be more successful. I have attracted more people. I have opened more conversations with people than it, the exact opposite of what I thought was going to happen is what happened. Oh, a hundred percent. And also what I found is like all these people that I don't want to call them closet Christians. They're not closet Christians, but you didn't know. Right. Yes. And you see them, it coming out of them and them being more open. And it's just like this amazing wave that you're creating just by being authentically you and just putting it out there. It's not awesome. I like to call it, I have a phrase, I call it supernatural synergy. And I've talked to many coaches. I've done many, many podcasts with coaches and they all say the same thing that whether they were bold about their faith in who they were as a coach or not, when the conversation turns to um, maybe the question or, or it comes up that the person that is being coached um, by a person that is a Christian, whether it's known or not, when that part of the conversation opens up and they find out that each of them share this same faith, they both love Jesus. The conversation shifts into a completely like whole different universe. It opens up, the connection is different and the breakthroughs just start popping off. It's amazing. And there's like no other way to explain it except God is good. Like it's just, it's amazing. It's this, it's this really special connection. And I feel like we can open up conversations in a different way. You can openly pray with and for each other. We could start speaking like in the vernacular, the Christianese vernacular and util utilizing so much of that I have found in the Bible that is really uh, just uh, valuable and applicable to being able to help people walk through life, everyday life. Right. And I love that we can always tie it back to like, I feel like when you have a truth that you can move forward with, it makes life so much easier. And like having that bond and that truth, that's the same. It's just, it's easier to remind yourself where to go back to. It's easier to step forward. It's just, it's, it's just easier. I, yeah. I mean, your true North, 
your anchor, the yeah. thing that you can always, you know, the foundation that you can cling to when the world is spinning kind of like now, I feel like the world is spinning out of control, but I have, I have a foundation that I cling to. I have a truth, like, you know, using your words, I have a truth that I hold tight to. So even when all hell is breaking loose around you, that never changes. It's true. It's so true. And I, I absolutely love the timing of this conversation because, you know, every once in a while, the devil's, he's got to shake things up, right? And he's just got to be like, all right, are you sticking to your truth or do I get you this time? And I feel like he's been doing that for the last couple of days in my life. And so I just love the time of this podcast. It just reminds you to be like, no, like this is your truth. So, and, so you're having stuff go on personally in your life, like right now, currently. Yeah. The last couple of days has been, have been a really rough, um, And so I've been battling some old demons that keep popping their heads back up. And it's just, again, this is just a great reminder of how far I've come and how important it is to to stick with that truth. Um, I I have some crazy self-worth and self-image issues. I'm sure we all do in our life. And uh, I got these, I was so excited. I did this photo shoot, right? Um, And I'm like, oh, I'm taking the next step in my brand. I got all dolled up. You know, you feel great. And I got the pictures back and like, it just, it kind of broke my heart. Do you ever like have this vision of who you are? And then you see these pictures and you feel like they're completely different than the person that you feel like you are. And you're like, no, that's not me. And then um, it just like, it brought me back to, you know, my older self where like, I didn't see a lot of value myself. And I like, I was very mean with myself and like, right? We, we have that mean girl in our head and she started back up and um, yeah. And so it's kind of been affecting my business and my relationships, you know, Mm -hmm. you just don't show up as your best self. And um, yeah, so I've been leaning on God is good. Your worth comes from him. It never changes. And, you know, just sticking back to those truths to kind of shut those doors on those demons again. (laughs) Well, I, I very, I can very much relate to what you're saying. When I did my first podcast, my son had a friend who's a photographer. So I paid her to take some photos of me so I could come up with a cover. I just wanted a cover. I wasn't, I really wasn't using it for anything other than, I'll, but some of these will be good for the podcast, something. And when I got them back, I think I got, there was like 200 photos and we took them in gorgeous. I live in Southern California. We took them in gorgeous locations down um, near a pier in La Jolla and on the beaches. It was just, I mean, the, the locations were really pretty and I felt good that day. When I got the photos back, I was like, I hate every photo. I I literally, and I didn't want them super filtered or anything. Cause I wanted to look like me. I have this thing like you do. I mean, we can look amazing in photos now with filters that make us look 10 times like more perfect than we ever really are. But I don't, even though I like to look at the photo of myself, all perfect, it's not real. And then when people meet me, they're like, wow, that was really filtered. So I try to, you know what I mean? Be as authentic as I can. So I got these photos And I was so, I was so sad. I was like, I look terrible in every photo. And my husband's like, I don't know what you're talking about. These are really good. So maybe this is similar to what you experienced. And I really had to, it took me a couple of days, actually took me a couple of days to, to be able to look at them. I was like, okay, some of these are actually really good. So I just want to speak into you that I, I know that the enemy uses any of these woundings from our image about who we are, who we think we are against us. He really will use it against us. But I just want to speak into you that God will give you the Holy spirit filter that you can see yourself the way that he sees you in these photos. And that you can like stand in that with absolute, just 
confidence and be so proud of who you are today. I just want to say that next time that you open up these, this, these photos from this photo shoot, that you will see yourself through that lens, the way that God sees you and the rest of the world. I mean, the rest of the world, I'm sure sees you so differently than you see yourself. That's so true. And now I'm excited to look at them again. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting, I mean, we live in this world where, like I said, half of what we see, I think on social media is filtered and phony. I really believe that it's probably that much, if not, maybe even more. And have you ever, I have Snapchat only so I can communicate with my kids because two of my three kids are on Snapchat and you have all these fun little filters. And sometimes I'll swipe through to send them a funny picture. I'm swiping through the photos and a filter comes up and I'm like, wow, I look really good. And then the next one is back to you, just nothing. And I, it rocks me. I'm like, I am, I can't even, I, and I think that that is something that we live in. We're looking with our eyeballs at things that are twisted and they are not authentic and it really will mess you up. I think it's a sad thing. I feel bad for the kids that are growing up in that era. And, um, because you know, God, he made us in his image and he chose our parents and our DNA and all the things that are about us. And it's such an insult to him to hate who we are. No, uh, I, I hear you so much. And I, I think that's why I love my message so much. And I'm almost glad for these times where I'm in it because that's the message, right? And if I'm not in it, how can I speak to it? But there is just like a self-worth pandemic going around. Like yeah. I know we have the COVID thing and that's yeah. something, but like, this is something that is really, really getting bigger every single day is this lack of self-confidence, this lack of worth and identity and who we are as people without like our filters or like how we look and just owning our worth in Christ versus, you know, what the world sees of us. Um, I'm going through it too. So yesterday I flew home. I have three kids and my youngest who is 18, almost 19, just, I live in Southern California. She moved to Seattle. So we drove, we left last week, we drove her car up and all her stuff. And I came home yesterday. So my, you, you don't really know me. So you don't know my eyes are all swollen. And I, I cried literally for hours and hours yesterday. And I've really been kind of, I don't want to talk about it too much or I'll totally start crying again, but I really, um, kind of went through this thing of like, who in the hell am I? I have been a mom since I was 16. Every thought or every other thought is always about my children. And so I, my entire identity, my entire identity has been wrapped up in that. And so I was at the gym this morning. I'm like, okay, I got to get back to like doing my normal things. I was at the gym and I just kept saying, you know, my identity is who I am in Christ. That's my identity. That's the one I have to cling to. So I, I so much relate to that. And, and is that your main, like, is that what's really kind of your focus as a coach? Definitely. So I, I'm a business and mindset coach, but I really feel like it takes on so much more. And when you can own your identity and your worth and your self-value and your self-image in Christ, I feel like that's when you can really take the leaps and bounds in your business. So I definitely focus really heavily on that. And then we do a little bit of business strategy because I'm good with that too. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. So if somebody was, um, fell in love with you, like I did, how would they, first of all, tell like, what is it that you offer? Do you do group coaching one-on-one? -on -one? Tell me a little bit about that so that anybody listening can kind of get an idea of what you offer. Right now I'm just offering really the one-on-one. -on -one. I did the group coaching um, for a while and I love it. And it's something I'll return to, but I just, I wanted to get 
on the deeper level with everyone in the group. And I was like, oh, I can't do this on a group. So I'm going to learn how to do it on a group style so we could still get those in-depth conversations. So right now I'm just focusing one-on-one so we can dive into those details because it hits home and it's deep. And um, once you can really develop that, it's just, it sets you up for so much more success. So I really, one-on-one is the way to go for me right now. (laughs) Awesome. And how can people find you? Uh, They can find me in my Facebook group, uh, Next Level Boss Mamas. I absolutely love showing up there, just being real and having that community of support, I think is so important. Um, So yeah, I show up there on the daily. Absolutely love it. And if you, if you want to come join us, I'd absolutely love to have you. And what about, do you have a website? I do have a website. It is being revamped as we speak, but hopefully it should be up and ready to go uh, very, very soon. It's johannabus.com. If you want to learn more about me, come check it out. Um, I hope you love it. <laughs> awesome. And then what about your social media handles besides your, um, your boss mama's group? Uh, you can find me at Johanna M bus on both Facebook and on Instagram. Um, like I said, um, I will be there showing up on the daily just because I love my message and I think it's so important. So if you want to come find me, I would love it. (laughs) Awesome. If you are listening to this podcast while you're working out or running or walking or cleaning the house, don't worry. All of her information will be available in the show notes. And if you are watching us on YouTube, all you have to do is look right below. You can click on all of the links, get connected with Johanna and um, have her just absolutely download into you all of these amazing truths and have her walk you into next level. This is next level stuff. And if you've never had a coach or anything and you're like, I don't think I need a coach and you do, we all do everybody. We all need somebody. I mean, that's just kind of the way that we work as people. If that wasn't true, God wouldn't have sent Jesus down to be the example and to raise up these disciples who went out and raised up new disciples, right? We all need that next level, um, kind of eyeball, like different perspective and, you know, you have a really beautiful one. Thank you so much. And if uh, they want just kind of like a sneak peek at what I do, I'm actually holding a free three-day boot camp. It's all about owning your value. Um, so if you're just like, okay, I'm curious, I want to come check it out. Uh, it's August 25th through the 27th. Um, you can find it at johannabus.com backslash three-day bootcamp. But yeah, it's three days where we just dive into what is val- what is what does it mean to be value and to really own it and to show up as yourself and um Uh, I can't wait. So it's going to be a lot of fun. (laughs) That is awesome. Um, Make sure if you're not, if you haven't done so already that you go into the girl power Alliance private group and you tell everybody about that. So you can uh, promote it in there as well. Yes. I definitely need to do that. It's on my list today. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us here today and hopefully we'll be doing more stuff together in the future. I would absolutely love that. Thank you so much again. Thank you. What a remarkable woman. I loved every moment of having her on the podcast with us here today. And if you have not already joined our free community, head over there. We're on Facebook. You can find us. And guess what? We would love to have you there with us. As we wind down 2020, we have some really, really amazing and big things planned for 2022. Let me let me rephrase that. God, some spectacular and larger than life things planned for 2020. And all we're doing here is we're just doing our best to steward it well. If you have not already said yes to being part of the Girl Power Alliance community and membership, I think it's totally time. In case you weren't totally aware of it, what we do is we help women to really, really hone in on their entrepreneurial skills. 
Um, I will tell you, most people are not successful in business because there are things that they don't know they don't even know. And we're going to help you with that. And all along the way, we're going to keep you grounded with the foundation of faith. That's what we do inside the membership. It's pretty remarkable, actually. We're launching our Entrepreneur Academy in 2022, along with some other really, really amazing resources to help women just like you achieve their goals and dreams in much bigger and better than they ever thought they could and easier than they thought they could. And of course, we have Activate. This is our global conference and expo that's going to be April 7th through the 9th in Dallas, Texas. Listen, you need to be there. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. You need to be there. Head over to activatewomen.live or girlpoweralliance.com for all of the information. I'm telling you right now, we are praying with and for you. This community is about you. 